everybody. So today I'm going to be talking about all the books I DNF'd last year in 2020. One of the prompts on my Pop Sugar Reading Challenge is to read a book I DNF'd. So I needed to go through all the books I DNF'd recently and see which ones I thought I would be able to potentially try to give another chance to. A lot of times I think I'm just not in the right headspace for certain books or I've read too many books back to back that are similar or too many books back to back that didn't serve me. So then it's just like the straw that breaks the camel's back and I just am no longer interested. So I think sometimes I just don't give things a fair shot. So I think that there are probably books on here that I could give another chance to and potentially actually really love especially books that are super hyped up so I've divided these into the kind of categories and I'm gonna go through them and let you know exactly why I will or won't be giving them another chance and then hopefully on this list I will be able to find something to read for that prompt on the pop sugar reading challenge again just like a disclaimer just because I don't like something doesn't mean it's not good it just means it doesn't serve me not everybody is the same. Not everybody has the same taste. And there are books that are really popular that I just don't jive with because it's not my genre or it's not something I care about. Or, um, you know, I maybe have the interests of a young adult and it's too grown up for me. So there are a lot of reasons why books don't work for people and books that I love, not everybody loves either. So don't be offended if you like one of these books. Um, I mean, I pretty much, I mean, I've mentioned all of these last year in my wrap up, so it's not going to be like a surprise what any of these books are, but, um, if somebody is tuning in just now, this is their first one ever listening to me. I am not a complete hater and I, don't just talk about books I dislike. I also talk about books that I love and maybe you can tell me why I should give these books another chance if they're books that you really love. You can email me at shereadhesaid at gmail.com and I would love to hear your feedback and like about why I should read them. So let's get into all of these different categories and all these boring ass books that I DNF'd. The first category I have is straight boring. Like these books were way too slow. They were way too hard to get through. And I spent a decent amount of time on these before giving up. With the exception of two of these, I knew that Rich and Pretty wasn't going to be for me as soon as I started it. And Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers, I realized as soon as I realized it was not a book about like fun, like interesting facts. It was about stress. I was like, oh, my bad. I'm not reading this. So um, I have these in order of their Goodreads ratings. So the first one I have is Rich and Pretty by Ruman Alam. This has a 2.77, so I feel justified in DNFing this book. Um, I knew right away, I was like, this is super boring. I'm not, I can't do it. And he has written another book recently. I can't remember what it's called, but I know I Leave the World Behind, I think. And a lot of people were really weirded out and didn't I don't think loved that book. It had some, like a lot of people had some strong opinions. So I'm thinking this just might not be an author that works for me in general, or maybe I just, maybe, maybe writing's not his thing. I don't know. I'm not one to say, but I just don't think I'm going to read any books by him. Um, more power to you kid, but I just don't, I'm not interested. The next one is I owe you one by Sophie Kinsella. This is 3.54 on Goodreads. I am just not a Sophie Kinsella kind of girl. Her books just don't interest me. Like the Confessions of a Shopaholic and those kind of things have never been interesting to me. But I Owe You One was so boring. I got through maybe half of the book and I was like, when are they going to start owing each other favors? Like that's what this whole book is about and it hasn't happened. It was so boring. 
The next one is The Lion Game by Ruth Ware. It's a 3.54 on Goodreads. And this one I thought was going to be so good, but it was just dragging on and on and on and it would not get to the point. And I looked it up and the point is honestly not that exciting. So that was such a dud. The next one is The Other Typist by Susan Rendell. This is a 3.55. This was super boring as well and I got through like half the book and I was like what am I doing it's kind of historical fictiony and so I think if you like historical fiction I think you would like this because it's kind of fun and then the plot twist was like super cool but just for me I just remember being so bored the next book is everything I never told you by Celeste knee I don't know how you say that it's ng um it's a 3.86 on goodreads and I think she just doesn't work for me as an author I just don't think I like her books they're always very boring and drawn out and I just I can't I'm just not interested the next one is the mother-in-law by Sally Hempworth this is a 3.97 and this one I got like halfway through and then I was like why am I doing this this is not interesting to me um, I just read a book, or I guess I read it last year, maybe it was, or maybe it was this year. I can't remember. They all, they all blend, blend together. Um, it was like The Other Woman or something by Sandy somebody or Sally somebody or something. And it, it's kind of like this, but it's way better. I liked it way better. This one, mm-mm. The next one is The Red Address Book by Sophia Lundberg. It's a 3.99. I heard that this was good, but it's historical fiction, so I should have known. I was super bored. The next one is Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers by Robert Sapolsky, 4.18. Again, I thought this was going to be like interesting facts, and instead it was a book about stress, and I was like, oh, my bad. That's my fault. The next one is Circe by Madeline Miller, 4.26. I was so excited about this one. I love Greek mythology and the book is beautiful, but I was so incredibly bored. It was so, so boring. It was so boring. Um, the next one is Maybe You Should Talk to Someone by Lori Gottlieb. It's a 4.37 and it's tied with The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Those are the like highest rated and I honestly think a lot of people actually like those books like of all the books on this list I think those two books I think are books that people are actually fans of and they're actually worth giving a shot if you think that they appeal to you maybe you should talk to someone is a book about a therapist talking about her clients and talking about her own therapy and it just wasn't interesting. I wasn't interested in this person. Her writing was kind of interesting like it was like entertaining but I wasn't interested in her as a person and it was like a super long book for no reason so it didn't work for me and then the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo ended up being kind of like historical fiction it's like a fake memoir about a fake celebrity and why do I care about a fake celebrity I don't know so a lot of people really really love that Taylor Jenkins Reid has like so many stands but I just couldn't get into it the next category is absolutely not. These are books that were just terrible and I know I will never pick them up and try again because of the content of the book. So the first one is My Almost Flawless Tokyo Dream Life by Rachel Cohn. I think I'm just not a Rachel Cohn fan. I think that's where we're at. It's a 3.34 on Goodreads and this is the one that was kind of like Crazy Rich Asians but it was like a teenager and it was just like what? Like the girl who wrote it was white. I don't know how I feel about people writing books that are not own voices. I am all for like diversity, but sometimes it just feels like 
for you to write a book that takes place in Tokyo about like it just I don't know something rubbed me the wrong way and maybe I just don't know the full story there and maybe that's on me the next one is The Perfect Nanny by Lila Slimani. It's a 3.4 and this was like, you know, the nanny goes bad, blah, blah, blah. It's just a trope that's like overdone. Everything about nannies is overdone and it's just like, I just, it was too much for me. I didn't want to keep going. The next one was The Honey Don't List by Christina Lauren, 3.51. It just got unnecessary. It got like, like it was only about sex at that point and then it was like, everything just went out the window and it was so infuriating. So I stopped reading that one. What light by Jay Asher. It's a 3.58. This was just boring and it was very young, young adult. I just felt like it was like, why are we talking about this? This seems silly. I don't like it. The wedding date by Jasmine Gilroy, 3.59. I think this is the one I DNF'd the quickest. Maybe why zebras don't get ulcers. Cause I don't even think I read a page of that, but the wedding date I DNF'd in six pages and I will never forget that till the day I die. It was so, so bad. The writing was so terrible. My friend Sarah absolutely loves her books, but I can't get into it. I can't. I'm, I can't. Fleshman is in Trouble by Taffy Broadnesser Ackner. This was just 150 pages about straight sex and so I DNF'd it. Less by Andrew Sean Greer, 3.67. Um, this one is not a bad book. It was actually funny. I remember liking it, but it's very similar to Eat, Pray, Love, and I just, that's not my vibe. The next one is Happy and You Know It by Laura Hankin. It's 3.72. This book tried way too hard, and it's like a drug scandal in a group of moms, and it's like not in the slightest bit interesting, even though it sounds like it should be. The next one is Dash and Lily's Book of Dares, another Rachel Cohen, and then David Levithan, 3.77. This seemed fun at first, but it was unnecessarily slow. So I DNF'd. Bridget Jones' Diary by Helen Fielding, 3.78. This is like constantly, she was like talking about her weight, talking about what she ate, and it just seemed very outdated. And I understand that it was written in like the 80s or the 90s or something, but it was just way too much to try to read. The Lonely Hearts Hotel by Heather O'Neill, 3.78. This book was just depressing. It just never got better, and I kept thinking it would, and they just suffered really bad lives and it just it just didn't get better and that's not what I want to read Paris is always a good idea by Jen McKinley 3.8 it started out really interesting but this was also similar to Eat Pray Love and that's not my thing and I didn't want to like relive that um the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires by Grady Hendrix 3.84 I was super hype on this at first and then the more I read into it, I was like, this seems weird. And then I read there's like a lot of racist stuff about it. And um, yeah, I didn't like it. The next one is, Is Everyone Hanging Out Without Me by Mindy Kaling, 3.86. Um, I realized I don't really care about Mindy Kaling. I think she's a nice person, but I don't, I've never seen anything that she's been in and I've never been interested in her before. So to hear books about her life, it was just kind of boring for me. The next one is The Guest List by Lucy Foley, 3.87. This one was incredibly stretched out and incredibly obvious, like what the ending was. Um, so, no. January Calendar Girls by Audrey Carlin, 3.88. This is just about a girl who is like an escort and it's all about sex and it's just, that's too boring for me. Beach Read by Emily Henry, 4.03. This one you would think is a light beachy read, but it's actually depressing and 
also un infuriating the way that these two characters behave they like are two authors that swap genres and they date like they're not actually dating but they date on their like quest to whatever it's fucking stupid i'll be gone in the dark by michelle mcnamara 4.11 i think i read the intro to this book and then that was it um i'm just not i want to be cool and listen to criminal podcasts and like um you know murder kind of things and those kind of things but you know I just I don't I can't it's not my thing it's just not my thing memoirs of a geisha by Arthur Golden 4.12 I was kind of into this at first and then I found out he kind of like appropriated a lot of her story and that doesn't jive with me 32 candles by Ernesta T Carter 4.17 this is another book where it was just very depressing and I'm not I'm not I just didn't want to read about how terribly she was being she was being treated and then I know that it like it's like a Cinderella story but then she's kind of a dick when she grows up so then it's like well what I don't know I just didn't like it Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey 4.29 this was kind of the same thing as the Mindy Kaling one I was listening to it and I realized I don't care about Matthew McConaughey I think at one time I loved him but that time is now gone and I don't actually care about his grungy life so I DNF'd and then the highest rated one on here is On the Come On the Come Up by Angie Thomas. I loved The Hate You Give, but this felt just like a little repetitive. Like the characters just felt the same. And it's probably, like I mentioned in the whatever podcast that I did the wrap up for this book, um, the narrator is the same. And so that's probably why it felt the same, but I just wasn't super into it. So I DNF'd. But I do think Angie Thomas is great. I think that The Hate You Give is fantastic. So if you really like The Hate You Give, then maybe you would really like this. Um, I just, it was just a little repetitive for me. The next category I have is Not My Thing. If I absolutely had to read them, again, I could. If I had to finish them, I probably could. I was like slightly bored with these books or I knew they weren't for me based on the content of the book. But they're all essentially good books if that makes sense so the first one is a burning by mega majumder majumder it's 3.75 this one was just not a good it was not a good time it was an ebook when I was done reading ebooks at the beginning of covid and um it was just like a lot was happening and I just wasn't following and I just wasn't interested and it felt a little historical to me so I dnf'd it the Two Lives of Lydia Bird by Josie Silver, 3.8. I loved One Day in December by her. This book was about this girl whose like husband dies or something. And then when she wakes up, like he's gone. But then when she goes to sleep, like he's still alive. And she's just like living between sleep and whatever. And it just felt too weird to me. So I was not into it. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes by Suzanne Collins, 3.81. Nothing happens in this book and I don't care about, um, what's his name? Mr. Rose guy. Um, I forgot his name. Snow. Um, whatever. President Snow. I don't care about President Snow. I don't want him to have a redemption story. I don't need to feel like he got the short end of the stick. I don't, I don't, no, mm -mm, no not, not into that. The Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell, 3.97. I think I've read books by her and I've liked them. I think she's in the thriller genre. But um, this one was just a little bit, it was hard to follow. There were a lot of like people and moving pieces and I was confused as to who everybody was to everybody and um, it just got to be like, this is too much work. I don't care. Um, 
my grandmother asked me to tell you she's sorry by frederick bachman it's a 4.05 i could definitely see me going back and reading this book because i really liked the writing i thought it was really good it was really funny it was really cute um but then it was just like little stories inside of a big story and i don't like short stories so that's why i was like no the Water Dancer by Ta-Nehisi Coates 4.08. It's historical fiction and that's honestly like my biggest problem. It is kind of historical fantasy um, because he's kind of a time traveler I think and it seemed really interesting and I want to give Ta-Nehisi Coates the world because I think that his books are probably fantastic even though I've never read one but um, I just I just couldn't get through it because of the historical aspect. Open Book by Jessica Simpson, 4.13, similar to Mindy Kaling and Matthew McConaughey. I just don't care about Jessica Simpson. Um, if it were a book about Britney Spears, maybe I would have cared, but I thought I, I thought I was excited. As soon as I saw that she wrote a book, I was like, oh my gosh, and she was so open and honest and real and raw, and I was like, this is amazing, but then I was like, I just don't care about Jessica Simpson. Like, I just don't care, and I don't need to, I don't need to know about her life, so that's that. The Sea of Monsters by Rick Riordan, 4.24. I loved the first Percy Jackson book, um, The uh, Lightning Thief. I loved it, but this book just felt like the same exact book, just with a different set of circumstances. And I know that that's kind of, you know, I, Harry Potter at the core of it is probably the same book over and over again with a different set of circumstances. I get it. But the way that this was done, it just felt super repetitive so as much as I loved the first one I just couldn't carry on with the series the next one is with the fire on high by Elizabeth Acevedo it's a 4.25 on Goodreads I absolutely adore Elizabeth Acevedo I love the poet x and clap when you land I think those two books are phenomenal the with the fire on high I think I probably could have finished it but I think I just like where I was at. I was just like, I haven't finished a book in a while and I just want to finish a book. And this is just like taking me too long. Um, it was like about, there was a lot of stuff about cooking and I just didn't care. I just didn't care and I just couldn't relate. So I could kind of see going back and reading this at some point, maybe. Um, but I just, I wasn't into it. And then the last one is The Alice Network by Katie by Kate Quinn. It's a 4.27 and this I've heard is really good. My friend really liked it and um, I think it had the, the makings to be good maybe but it's historical fiction and I was so bored. I just can't do historical fiction. Okay so the last category I have is give another chance and these are the books that I'm going to try again or I'm definitely going to try one of them again for the pop sugar challenge. Maybe I just wasn't in the right headspace for them at the time. I don't know. I do feel fairly confident um, there are definitely other like 4.0 ratings in some of these other categories, like especially the category I just did actually. Um, but the category, these books, all of them are 3.7 and higher. So I do feel fairly confident that of these books, of all of the books I've just mentioned, these are fairly highly rated. So I'm kind of justified that these are the ones that I've chosen to reread if possible. Um, again, obviously there are other books that are also higher than a 3.7 on this list. There's like, you know, every single book in the last category and then, you know, probably like five, 10 books, 15 books maybe from all the other books that I've already said. So, you know, it's not a perfect system, but I at least know there's no like 2.5 on here or 3.0 on here like they're all 3.7 and higher so um these books are books that I'm going to attempt again at some point 
or I'm going to attempt one of them again. Um, the first one is Carve the Mark by Veronica Roth. It's a 3.78 on Goodreads and this is a completely new series and I had just gotten finished with the Divergent series and I went in, I read all the books, I watched all the movies, I read the four books, I read like fan books, like fan fiction books. It was so wild and I was just in Divergent and so then I was like oh my god she wrote another series like she kept writing like who knew and so I was really excited but I was so fucking confused it takes place where there's like all these other planets and there's all this stuff happening after reading books like A Court of Thorns and Roses and like those kind of series I think if I take fantasy like a little slower and give myself time to digest what's happening I think I might actually be able to get through them the same thing with I have another book on here I'll just go out of order The Cruel Prince by Holly Black that's a 4.11 that book a lot of people really love too and I was like what the fuck it's another fairy book with an A-E-I whatever I don't know instead of like Tinkerbell fairy it's like fairy like creepy fairy and I was just not understanding and I couldn't get into it so I think the same for that one I think if I just like really give myself time and I go at a steady pace and I just like I'm able to fully absorb things if I'm not reading six books at a time and I may be focused on it a little bit better I think I might be able to um give these another chance the next one I have is American Royals by Catherine McGee it's 3.87 I didn't love this it just felt like everybody was in a love triangle and it just felt like why I didn't understand I think the idea was fun and it was a little gossip girly but like gossip girls better and so it just didn't seem as fun I don't know it just didn't seem as great so I could understand I know a lot of people like it and then there was a sequel and a lot of people like the sequel so I could see me giving it another chance just because I want to know what everybody loves so much about these characters and about this book. The next one is The Golden Compass by Philip Pullman. It's a 3.99. This was kind of another one that was fantasy that I couldn't wrap my head around. I don't know how I read this. I think I read this when I was little and I don't know how I read this when I was little because it's so wild it's so weird I also saw something recently and I think the golden compass might not be the first book in the series I think his dark materials is the first book in the series and then it's like holy shit no wonder I couldn't keep up so I would be willing to try this in the future because it's supposed to be such a fantastic like up there with like lion the witch in the wardrobe sort of book so I would like to read it I just couldn't make it work but if I'm potentially reading it out of order, then maybe that would help. And maybe this is another one that I just need to sit down and really focus, but I could definitely see reading it over again or like giving it another chance. The next one is Ninth House by Lee Bardugo. It's a 4.05. I read Shadow and Bone by Lee Bardugo and I freaking loved it. I want to read the rest of the books in the series. And, um, I think that I was just reading too many books at once when I tried to read this and I was feeling a little bit rushed and I was not giving it like a full chance and I've heard that this book is really really good so it's something that I think I would like to try again but I just need to make sure that I'm in the right space to do it and then the last book I have is Scarlet surprisingly this is the highest rated um Mar by Marissa Meyer it's a 4.27 so I read the first book in the series sender and then when I went to read this one I think I had other books that I was eager to read more so than this one and as soon as I opened this book I was just like there's just 
I'm just, I, I don't even remember what happened and I'm just not invested in these characters anymore. And like, I feel like the series drags on forever because there's so many. And so then I was like, I would just rather read this other book because I wanted to read this other book. And so then it's like, well, yeah, like I just, I need to just do that and not force myself to read something I don't want to read. So I didn't even give this book a chance, but I could see reading it in the future. So of all of these books, I think the one that I'm most interested to read again is probably Ninth House because I've heard so many people talk about it. I think that that's one that if I actually sat down and read, I would probably like. Um, I also have kind of high hopes for Carve the Mark and The Cruel Prince because I feel like if I, um, like I said, give myself the space to actually pay attention and to know what's going on, I think I might like them because I really like Veronica Roth and because people really love Holly Black and her books. Um, and then again, like the golden compass thing, if I, if I read it out of order, then maybe I could see reading it. And then the Scarlet thing, I think I would have to have no other books that I'm wanting to read at that moment. Like, I think I would need to be forced to read it, or maybe it's a book that I'll download on my phone and then I can read it because that's a thing where that's where books that I don't really care about go. Like the gossip girl books I'm reading on my phone. And it's just like, I pick it up and I read a couple pages at a time and it's like no big whoop versus a book that I'm actually like spending a lot of time sitting down and reading before I go to bed or when I have free time and things like that. Um, so I think maybe if I make that a like an ebook or maybe I could listen to it as an audiobook, that's another like a, a possibility. And actually that's something I didn't think about, but maybe that's something I could do just in general for any one of these books is read them as an audiobook because if I do that, then I definitely feel more confident about getting through it. So that's an idea that I hadn't thought of until just now. So those are all the books that I DNF'd last year and I am kind of looking forward to trying to redeem some of these books and give them another chance and obviously I have to for my Pop Sugar reading challenge. I know I can think of a couple that I DNF'd the year before so if I get desperate and I have to do one of those I can try that and then there's also like DNF is subjective like if you didn't finish it um there are a bunch of books I started last year that I didn't finish so it could just be a matter of me finishing a book that I didn't finish from last year but I really want to do a book that I DNF'd with the intention of never picking it up again because I think that that's more what the prompt is looking for so those are the books that I DNF'd and kind of where I put them ranking wise and the ones that I'm going to try again let me know if there's one that you think I should definitely give a chance to or if there's one that you love that you're like how could you not if it's historical fiction just miss me with that because I'm not going to go back and read it I don't like historical fiction and I really need to just stop picking it up um the covers are just so beautiful though so it's really difficult but let me know a book that you dnf from last year that you are going to try to read again um if you're doing the pop sugar prop the pop sugar reading challenge then you're gonna have to do this as well so let me know what you have decided to read for a book that you've dnf'd and um maybe i'll be appalled at you for your choice because maybe it's a book i loved and maybe i can tell you why you should read it until next time ciao